This podcast is brought to you by Backyard Box Office Kansas City. Listen up, NFL fans. Imagine you're in the backyard, ribs on the smoker, two hours to kick off, and all the neighbors will be at your house soon. But you only have 50 inches of screen and a few couch spots. This year, call Backyard Box Office Kansas City and have them bring the big screen outdoor theater experience to you with screens from 10 feet all the way up to 23 feet. Everyone in the neighborhood can come together to watch the big game for scheduling and prices. Go to BackyardBoxOfficeKC.com and use code TLC for 10% off. Again, that's BackyardBoxOfficeKC.com, code TLC for 10% off. Listening to the TLC Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Tyler, Landon, and Caleb. Are we talking about how fire Najee Harris looks? No, no. Who cares about anything about the Pittsburgh Steelers? Just Najee Harris and Chase Claypool. The rest of them suck. No, I, I agree with that, actually. That's fine. No. Yeah, especially you, TJ Watt. You suck. We should have drafted Claypool. Yeah. We should have. I wanted to but take him in the first round. But that's not the reason the Chiefs lost on Sunday. Maybe it is. Caleb, Actually, maybe it is. it is. No, it's not. Because with the wide receiver two, we win this game. Nope. Uh, real quick. Before, Wrong. I'm just going to say this is the TLCFP. Thanks for listening. I'm Landon Fields. I'm Caleb Durland. I'm Tyler Shavainaya. And the Chiefs would not have won this game with the wide receiver two. Absolutely. For the sole have. reason that this was just a weird, fluky loss. Because the Chiefs have never turned the ball over four times. <laughs> or they don't do it consistently, that's for sure. They don't have a turnover problem. They did in this game. They've never had a turnover problem in the Andy Reid era of the Chiefs. What was last week? Another weird, fluky loss? Two turnovers is not a turnover problem. That's Go two follow turnovers. us on Twitter at TLCFP. Please do. <laughs> no, no, that's it. It's just a fluky game. It's, it's a fluky what, game. But wide receiver two wins this game for us. Nope. Because not. Marcus Kemp is not. What in that else situation. changes anything? Marcus Kemp. Marcus, running, Kemp. Marcus Kemp being right there. If, if that's if that's if that's Chase Claypool, he's not. Or if that's, he's catching if that's that ball. Josh Gordon Sir. integrated into the offense. What is that changes? Nothing. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, but it was a little bit behind. It was a little bit. Can uh, we just talk about him? how it's a bad ball instead of blaming Marcus Kemp? Yeah, it was behind. He's him. running. It was to, absolutely behind. He's him. running to his left. It still should have been Pat caught, Mahomes but it was behind him. Throws him a no look pass over the middle, wide open, which is why he, he was open. Literally the, caught fairness. the ball, waited for a wheelchair, sat down, and then rolled himself into the end zone untouched. And we're going to sit there and say that somebody else is going to make that catch. I don't care. That's not the point. Someone else is I making that catch, care. though. I don't care. Even if he makes that catch, Patrick Mahomes quit throwing the no look pass when it's not needed. The no look pass is why he was open. By that margin, <laughs> it definitely helps. I didn't say it, it didn't. It does help. It does help. I still think he, he could have looked walked, at him late. I'm not saying it wasn't on Patrick the Mahomes. End zone, untouched, no look pass or not. I wasn't. I'm not saying that's not on Patrick Mahomes, but another wide receiver is catching that ball. 
A better wide receiver is catching that ball. Marcus Kemp isn't catching that ball. He's not used to that at all. If it's Chase Claypool... Marcus Kemp is an NFL receiver that's caught passes from Patrick Mahomes in the preseason for four consecutive years. I I really... That doesn't matter. If that's Claypool, if that's Galladay, if that's Sterling Shepard, he's catching that ball. Byron Pringle, he... All three of those receivers catching that ball. Tyreek's not catching that. I'm sorry. Kelsey might... Um, Kelsey would because he's an animal. Tyreek yeah. Tyre- would have an issue with D-Rob catching that ball. Would have been actually on the no, other Tyre- hash marks because Tyreek catches terrible. that ball because he's faster and he would have been in the right position to catch that ball. Marcus Kemp, the ball's behind him, so speed. No, I'm talking about Byron Pringles now. Which one was his? The one where it went right off his fingertips. That was and- Kelsey. No, no, no. The second interception. No, I'm not talking about an interception. I'm talking about a drop. Oh. In a big spot. I think that was uh, second to last drive. Don't remember. That that stalled out? Don't remember the drop. Um, uh, This is like, people are, some people are are freaking out on Twitter. And then there's there's some people. It is warranted. And then there's some people that think the Chiefs are still going 15 and 2. And. Although Tony Romo, you should be fired. Tony Romo's great. Um, I. Just full of bad days today, huh? That's me. Uh, I think <laughs> that I'm not worried about this team yet. Not more than I was. Like, I'm equally as worried as I was after the Browns win. Yeah, this team has a has a bad situational I'm defense. Absolutely more worried than after the Browns win. I, I'm not because, yeah, two losses is not great. But if we're talking about how good this team is now, if this continues to be a problem and they continue to lose games in this way, if they continue to turn the ball over, then, yeah, that starts to become an issue. But the Chiefs have never had a consistent uh, turnover problem in, like I said, in the Andy Reid era, let alone the Pat Mahomes era. And I really don't think it matters. Like, yeah, it costs them this game. It cost them this game. Absolutely. Don't hear me wrong. It did. Like if they like, obviously you turn the ball over four times. You don't deserve to win a game. No doubt about it. You can't do that. Especially. You don't even deserve to be in the game. I don't most, know why we were, but because mo- well, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Yes. The two most frustrating, most frustratingly, the Chiefs defense got stops on the first two drives of the game. And then the Chiefs offense turned the ball over twice. Oh, yes. The defense played. Yeah. I wanted decent. to talk. They, about were, they, improved. About they, they were, improved. They still were bad situationally, but they were better. Man, I don't even know if I'm going to say they're bad situa- situationally because well, they couldn't what? get a stop at the end of the game. I mean, we got all. the stop and then it was a bad P.I. call. We had Patrick the worst P.I. call. I may. I, I believe that's the worst P.I. call I've ever seen in my entire life. We gave life. Patrick Mahomes two uh, drives to go well, win. Well, the Saints one happened. We gave, but no, uh, but, yeah, that's We true. gave Patrick Mahomes two drives to go win the game and he, he failed both of them. Well, I mean, in fairness to the one, he had 27 seconds and one timeout. Well, he could have done it. He could have done it because he's Pat Mahomes and he's crazy. But Aaron Rodgers had 37 seconds and one. And, and he, he, only, no he only needed a field goal. He had no time, um, which is different. That is different. Uh, I mean, yeah, you gave him the one and that one was bad. The first one was really bad. I'm not going to hold the second one against him because also Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill you got s- tackled at the goal line. You if still we, can't throw an interception. I will say this. No, it was bad. It was really bad. Again, that's bad. That was a bad throw. By Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is capable of making bad decisions and making bad throws, which he did in that moment, for sure. That was terrible. You can't make that play. I get what he's trying to do, and he's trying to force it because he knows his defense isn't very good. He's trying to make a big play when he doesn't have to make that play, and he didn't put the ball on Kelsey, and it was a pick because this Chargers team is is fairly good. They're good. Like I was saying, they're good. They're good. They made me nervous, they're, they're, and, and it turns out that our defense decided – not to get any turnovers. Now, I want to talk about this defense because, like you said, they did have two stops to begin the game with, and then they went bad situationally. 
they went bad situationally because they couldn't get off the field because they were yeah. continuously put in bad positions to be on the field and gassed by the end of the game because mm. we couldn't hang on to the ball four times. Right. Absolutely. Let's just imagine that this Chiefs team does what this Chief team well, is used to doing. I don't and so wanna... we get the stop. Yes. And even if we don't score a field goal or a touchdown, we still have seven play drives. They had, to those get were us. very long drives that they turned the ball over the first two times. Those They were multiple play drives. They had many first downs. Yeah. They I were in we, the red zone. We were on like the 35 and like the 22. Those were long drives. They were on the field. So I you you get these you get these guys off the you get these de- these defensive players off the field they're gonna feel a lot better they're gonna have more I mean they wins. were off the field I, I they they just didn't play very well at the end of the day like they played better they were better they were better than they were against Cleveland they were better than they were against Baltimore and they they still couldn't get it done and honestly I just wanted and then to there's let no momentum you gotta you gotta factor momentum into it as well there's a little bit I mean you, they. You give away the ball four times. It's like, oh, dude, yeah, what else do I got to do? It takes uh, the wind out of your sails. That's what I was saying. It's very frustratingly with the first two drives, especially when they did get two stops and the Chiefs then just get like just crapped away two free possessions where, where the Chiefs defense held up there under the bargain. And the offense gives away theirs. That That's really frustrating. That's how you lose games when you when your defense is performing how you want them to. And then your offense can't capitalize at all. And in fact, is is being actively negative in the game. That's a way to that's how you lose football games. I am extremely excited for next week because Willie Gay is coming back. Well, they're going to hang 45 on the Eagles. I mean, I'm not counting on a win at this point. They're going to be. Did we? Did anyone see the Eagles get hosed by Dallas? We're probably going to beat the Eagles, but if we turn the ball over four times, but but any NFL team's got a shot. They're not turning the ball over four times again. So if they turn the ball over four times again, I will do this podcast naked on camera. I'm not going to be in the same room. I'm not going to make that bet because underwear on camera. I mean, we got we could get a longer XLR cable. <laughs> I'll just do it from behind you, Tyler's couch. You're gonna go, you no, dude, you're, you're gonna, gonna go into the bathroom. The bathroom in there. We're closing the door. I'm gonna put some blankets up so that the echo's not too bad. And you're doing it from in there with an XLR mic. That's fair. And a I'll disposable that. camera that never has to see you naked again. I'm not editing that. You're doing that. Uh, you want to edit my naked voice? Who wants to see him? <laughs> I guess it's going up on YouTube, but it's not no. going on ours. <laughs> it will be up on a YouTube channel. Um, that's how confident I am that they're not turning the ball over four times because like they just don't do that. It happened in this game. So and in the last game, two turnovers in the last game, which was still bad. And one was really bad. But again, turnovers like these turnovers, especially I would call pretty much all of them. I would call four of the six fluky or just it happens sometimes. Sometimes a ball is just thrown behind a guy and it just happens to fall into the hands. And it was also a great catch by by the DB back there to make I mean, that the two play. two picks were bad throws. The two picks. I wouldn't call them fluky. The first one was the, fir- the, the pick that Pat threw in the Ravens game was terrible. The second pick he threw in the Chargers game was, was his, actively his fault. I would say the first one in the Chargers game was both was both you got to catch it but you got to give him a better ball you got to catch it you got to give him a better ball and then also like an amazing the, play by the defense a great play by the defense to catch it so there's a little bit like that's why I don't 100% count that as like a terrible play it should have been a better play but it's not a horrible play i, I consider that a little bit and then Clyde's sorry. first fumble Clyde's first fumble that terrible 
I, hang on. Well, that are we one, talking no, about that in, one just happens in sometimes. It's terrible situationally. That one just happens. We're sometimes. talking about fumble in this game. No, no, no. First We're talking the last, the last six turnovers. Yes. You got to put two hands on the ball. That one was bad. That's the, the all one, on the Tyreek punch out. That, that is just a awful. great play by the defense. That just you happens. Hang sometimes. on to the ball though. And but that just happens sometimes, dude. The DB punched him out from behind. Like, what do you want him to do? Like, he didn't. Like, he, 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 still, he knew he was there. I don't give one single crap. Like, who cares? It got punched I mean, out from he behind. Was still putting the that ball happens away. sometimes. Yeah, but like, what are you supposed to friggin' do? Well, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not putting it on Tyreek. He's still putting the ball away. Tyler's putting it on Tyreek. I'm not. I don't think that's Tyreek's ball. He's still putting the ball away. That hey happens man, to the best of the receivers. If you got the football in your hands, what's your job? Well, what's your job? I want to pull up the Chiefs highlights. We're watching highlights on what's Tyler's your job? G- beautiful, gigantic television. It's to <laughs> hang on to the football. That's true. Yeah, but Your I, job is to hang on to the football. Now, but what do you want to do? Here's a great punch tell out. You, here's where I'll tell you that it's a little bit iffy is when we look at... Uh, Clyde's fumble in the Chargers game when he gets the crown of somebody's helmet in his elbow, your arm is physically gonna let go of the, like that. That's just yeah, that's just that was kinesiology. Just, that was a that great point. play by the. If you don't know what kinesiology is, look it up and bite me. I'm definitely less uh, angry about the Clyde fumble in the Chargers game because that one's that, that, that one ju- is fluke. That really happens. That's that just gonna happen. But the Tyreek's, one in the Ravens game was man, not awful. That's all his fault. You gotta hang on to the ball if somebody's punching it out from behind. What's your job? To hang on to the ball. On the ball. I don't care. Um, it's his fault, but it saw, also happens to the best. Saw thing. Adrian Peterson do that a couple times. Then what happened? Ball security. Well, yeah. Because it's his fault because somebody's punching it out from underneath of you or from behind you. You're on a football field. Expect somebody to be behind you when you're the fastest person is. on the All field. Right. What do I keep saying? There. Head on a swivel. I mean, that. yeah. Hang on to the ball. I want to see, see the highlight again. It's been since the game because I want to block this game out. Well, there I mean, he was. had a guy on his side and he had a guy on his back and he, he got did. ripped out from the side, not even the back. It, it was punched out from the back by the DB, if I remember If you right. got two people on you, are you hanging oh, on to the ball or are you letting it go? That. All right. Well, we're only going to get the game view, I guess. Uh, Do your job. I mean, yeah, you want him to hang on to it, but that's just. And he's been silent for two games. So that's the one time to get him going in this game. And he loses the ball, and then he goes quiet. Yeah, I guess. Definitely disappointing by Tyreek. He's got to hang out on the ball. I also am going to give him a little leeway because he's still putting the ball away. Also, to the best of all. Also, this happens. This happens to Tyreek literally every season. Yeah, like he's like it's because his big games are so big that we forget that he has like numerous games in the year that are like four catches for eighteen yards. I don't. I don't. I, I mean, people, say there's numerous games where that happens. Teams sell out to, to stop it. There, there's more to, than I feel like. There's at least a couple every year that are like, oh, he only had three catches for twenty. Yeah, yards. but they're not back to back games. Teams yeah, sell out to stop Tyreek. Shut out for back to. They're usually not back to back. Teams but. sell out to stop Tyreek, and we need to learn how to. We we just need to capitalize when they do that. Like Clyde Edwards-Helaire, we had him rolling in this game, mainly because they're selling out to stop the pass. Clyde fumbles the ball, not. Entirely his fault, but we got to capitalize on those things. Yeah, and no, you're right. Darrell Williams, we we had some nice screen passes in this game. Um, Travis Kelsey, I mean, he Most did Travis good, Kelsey, but we need that wide receiver too, and that's where that's where I think a wide receiver too benefits this this game and this team. By, of course it, by a million. Uh, I mean, of course it benefits this team, but it's not the reason it, they lost. I definitely think we win. 
Well, they win if they turn the ball over one last time, which they could be minus three in the turnover department and still win. That's why I, this is not a war. There's also you can't go minus four. There's also you can't you can't go <laughs> you, you shouldn't be able to the cutoff. Like, like Caleb said, you shouldn't be able to go minus three and be even in an NFL game. But they were they there's were minus four and still should have won. There's also a stalled out drive or two where could have won. a wide receiver two would would have helped the situation. Marcus Kemp not be, being on the field is not what I want. Not in a close well, game. like No, this. but he's also your wide receiver five. And if we have a wide receiver two that's getting eighty to ninety percent of the snaps, all right. So that's Marcus McColl. That's, Mc, that's McColl or D Rob who are absolutely not catching that ball. And that's what I'm saying. They're not. They're not wide receiver twos. They're well, no, they but, are not the guys. But no, I, I, that's why you got to go out and get that wide receiver two. Yeah, but Marcus Marcus Kemp being off the field does not translate to that play being a wide receiver too. Cause that's this, DeMarcus Robinson or Michael Hardman. I'm just saying this loss stems back wrong. to not getting a wide receiver too. And this is on Brett Veach and Andy Reed. And it's trickling down from there. I was wrong. Landon is hundred percent. Correct. I look back just to last year. He has multiple games, especially from God, they did it in Baltimore again last year, just in the regular season game three. Six targets, five receptions, 77 yards. Next game, New England, six for f- six targets, four receptions. Six targets, three receptions. Three targets, three receptions. Then he gets 10 targets and six receptions for 55 yards. That's what I was saying. It's like his big game, like when he goes off, I mean, the dude goes Somehow off. that still averages out to 1,200 yards a game a year. Like, uh, I, that, yeah. that's ridiculous. Well, it's because well, when he, he goes like, off, he ends up with 100, I, 155 he yards damn near and, had and two scores. 300 yards in a game last season. Yeah. 269 that's against Tampa. the hell I mean, out of yeah. the stats. Yeah. But he only had three 100-yard receiving games. That's, like a fifth, that's even a little surprising to me. I didn't realize it was only But he had three. a fifth of those yards in one but game. If you can, but if you can imagine 72 yards in a game gives you 710 games. Yeah. Add six more games onto that. Yeah. And you're going off. Yeah. Especially when you're going to have like a 140-yard well, game every well, and so often, when you put up least. a fifth of your yards in one game. That's true. So, I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess, I mean, Ty, but, but that also goes to show that he's getting double covered. If he's getting double covered and he's getting locked up for multiple games, what usually happens? And that's where, that's no, where right. you're right. I don't yeah. believe, have I don't believe too. a wide receiver number two opens up this game and wins it for us. I think maybe it doesn't put Marcus Kemp in that situation. So that ball doesn't get thrown, but then we're doing the butterfly effect because it's some like, right. we're still going to have, no matter what, we're going to have four turnovers this game. No matter what it was going I don't to think happen. So. Uh, you are right about needing a wide receiver too. They that need helps. a second receiver. I don't think it wins them this game. It makes them a better team on the whole, both in previous games and looking forward. I don't think it wins which them Which is this exactly game. what it, Brett Veach saw, which is why we're bringing in Josh Gordon, who can potentially, if not, take over that number two role somewhere down the line before the end of the season. At least a guy you I like think more. He's going to compete and make everybody else work harder. And probably a guy you at least like more in this than game, I think at least prevents two stalled drives. I mean, maybe, but you could say that for every game the Chiefs have ever played if they had another weapon. Yeah. I mean, you give them another weapon in the Super Bowl, and what does it look like? Oh, it's still going to be ass because they have an awful offensive line. Like, I, I don't disagree with you. Obviously, more weapons makes this offense better. I'm not saying, like, I'm not I'm not trying to go galaxy brain. Like, no, actually, I think they're great with just Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, and they should they should cut one of them because that'd make them even better. Like, Obviously, go out yeah. and look at Cincinnati. Getting Jamar Chase right. really made that offense a lot better, but what's mm-hmm. still going to happen? 
Joe Burrow's still going to get absolutely murdered by a defensive yeah. lineman because his offensive line can't block for two seconds. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I'm just saying, I but think, we do need that number two. We need, I but it doesn't think, change the outcome. I'm just, I just think that it is a point, like Tyler was saying, that it's a little bit butterfly effect. Where yes, of like I totally agree that if you have a a, a true second wide receiver option that that helps you that makes you better and that probably improves your team but it's total butterfly effect from that I point. I just think that they they but I think the, it's way more simpler than having that. I, again, I think you turn the you, you take away one turnover and we probably and win they probably win the game. Brett Veach, I just think Brett Veach and the front office are causing this team to struggle and suffer because they didn't go out and fix the wide receiver position. And the fans were calling for it all offseason. Yeah, no, they let it sit and they shouldn't have. We and had then, several opportunities. There was they Kenny did the Galladay. same thing with defensive end. They, yeah. They've done the same thing with corner. Like, they've done the same thing with multiple positions. So we can't just sit here and say it's it's, it's happened with this one. They they tried stuff. Stuff didn't They've let work. that go with corner for their entire entire run. Like, like we've been City. trying stuff everywhere. We've got to make some, some stuff fit. Like, some stuff like that happens. But at the end of the day, we've got to go ahead and pick out some of the good things that this team has done. And then we'll talk game. about how bad the O-line was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the I mean, the O-line was not good. Pat had to step up too many times in the pocket. He had to roll out too many times in the pocket. It, it was not a good day. But I'll tell you one thing that the O-line did great. Run blocking. Run blocking they did. Like great. 17 carries, 100 not. yards. And he would have had over 100 had he not fumbled. Clyde would have had over 100 mm. had he not fumbled the ball. And, and what was it? Did Daryl Williams have almost 50? I think uh, so. I'm not sure. <laughs> Didn't look at the stats. I'm going to take a look at that. When and, we were looking at this uh, Daryl Williams had seven for 28, but four yards per carry. When we were looking at this O-line before the season, I think this is kind of what we envisioned. Like the pass blocking is going to be good, but the run blocking, I mean, looking at it on paper, they look like they were going to be one of the better running block run blocking O-lines in the, in, in the league. I expected the pass blocking and, to be absolutely phenomenal. And this line. is only week three of this O-line being together. They, it's only it's week three. It's and getting it's, better. It's three rookies. Three rookies in week three. Um, this O line's only going to get better. And OB got worked. It, it should, anyways. But Again. the run blocking. So Yang the run times. blocking. That's Bosa, baby. Yang. Oh, yeah. No, Bosa. I, mean, I can't blame him too much for that. But Bosa, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with the run blocking looking this good in week three and thinking that it can only get better, man, we got some nice, nice things to look forward to. Anybody take oh. a look at the snap count? I hadn't. I Just saw that uh, Juan Thornhill got like 18 snaps, which uh, is that's what I was going to so disappoint as hell. Hey, you know, that's it's better. It's, it's better. better. Not we got to really. look at the positive. It's better than it's 11. N- it's seven more snaps than he got last week. But compared to week one, it's nothing. It's yeah. I mean, it's not 11, but it's it's not playing. Um, I don't understand at all. Well, you see, Caleb, he's got to earn his way back. Right. So okay. We'll talk about. Why can't, why can't we'll talk this about team, this? Why can't this team just play their young guys and let them learn in the game without just we we play these old guys like like Dan Sorensen and we we're playing Ben Neiman. I, mean, I, I guess we don't really have a choice to we have to play Ben Neiman at the moment. Well, but like we not play, hopefully not anymore. Hopefully not anymore. If he does, then we're going to be talking about it with the same situation. And we're going to talk about why Dallas Goddard and, we and need, Zach Ertz were open for eight hundred yards receiving next game. We need to just. Play our young guys. How and long let do them you learn expect game? Spags to stick around? Totally depends on the rest of the year. If they shape up at this point, who I, knows? If not, see this. Then is I tough. would say next year is kind of the year before the year. See, this which is tough and why, too long. This is why it's so frustrating me, a, a Chiefs fan, because Spags. 
I mean, he could have the, if the rest of the season is like this, he should absolutely be fired by the end of the year. Yeah. I just don't know if he will be, even if it stays like this, because I think there's so much loyalty in this freaking organization that it's infuriating. Just good and bad. I so think infuriating. If he, if, if they remain a bottom five defense in the NFL for the whole year, he will be on the hot seat next year. will determine his fate. If they shape up, then obviously who knows and who cares. If they're the bottom five for the remainder of this year, I would like him fired, but that's just me. Here's some snap counts that I am not a big fan of. Obviously, Tyron plays 100%, and then no other chief plays 100%. You've Dan got, Sorensen didn't have 100% this? He played 90%. In between them was uh, Sneed, who played 97 uh, Nick Bolton with 82 Mike Hughes was the top corner to get the most snaps at 76. And he got torched. But then you get down to Jaron Reed, 68%. At least I heard his name called like two times. Yeah, yeah, he did. You want to know where Chris Jones sits? Oh, boy. Where does he sit? He played 37 snaps. Wow. 60% of the defensive snaps. Chris Jones played. Move him back to D-tackle. If you're feeling the need to take him off the field, 40% of the snaps. Now, don't forget, he did have he did have a wrist injury. It's true. And that, hopefully that's injured. most of it. But we're, I don't care. If I'm if we are paying you... That still shouldn't be 40%. That we, much money? No. We were saying this last... Or at least I was saying this last week. This was the game where I was going to watch Chris Jones and see, like, are we, are we getting... Is it getting better? Is... I don't think anything's getting better with Chris Jones. 62 snaps. He's not. We've we got to put him back at D-tackle. We've literally taken a first-team all-pro D-tackle and turned him into a middle-of-the-pack DN, and he's still getting paid like he's a first-team all-pro guy. One Thornhill rounding out the bottom. 16 snaps, a whopping 26%. Holy crap. <laughs> Yeah, it's frustrating. That is definitely one of the things that I would write on the reasons to fire Spags because that makes zero sense at all. It's three games into the and year. Dan Sorensen gave up a touchdown, a blatant touchdown in this game that cost us. And he lot. did. He did have a pass breakup for a very large which touchdown, been, which would have been a game sealer at the time. It should have been a touchdown. He also gave. He did up not affect that touchdown nearly at all. The receiver, I believe it was Mike Williams, had both hands. Touching the ball, he should have caught it. You're a bum. You should have. You should have. Dan Sorensen did nearly nothing to to affect that play. Dan but I, I want to end the negatives. I want to end the negative. We got to we got to stop with the negatives. I don't we, think I don't lot. think the Chiefs are screwed. I think they're going to win the division. I think they're I fine. Think it, I think they're still like at worst. 12 I think if and five. we score once on one of those two first drives, mm -hmm. the momentum of this game is completely different, and there are not four turnovers. I think we go up by what we talked about, you know, uh, last week in the pregame show where it's just a back and forth, back and forth, kind of like the Philip River, Philip Rivers old days, yeah. which it turned where, into a, a little a bit little in the fourth bit, quarter, you know, but I, I think if we don't turn at least one of those balls over, it ends up being that run and gun type of show we were talking about. Right. I would have loved to have seen that. I think we're probably going to be set for that in SoFi. Yeah, I hope so. If uh, we can get our stuff together and stop turning the ball over four times a game. Which they will. Um, we'll see. Meh. No, they definitely will. <laughs> I, I, what I, are some positive takeaways that you guys had from this game? Uh, we, we talked about the O-line play. Um, 
we talked about our, some of our corners looking okay. Uh, I so. think the defense was better. Just watch Tyreek's drop. I'm trying to think of positive things. <laughs> yeah, the, ty- the Tyreek drop in it's the last half a minute seconds was, to go. was really sad. And also now we're about to watch Travis you know, Kelsey and Tyreek Hill get tackled at the one. Yeah, that that, that was there were two PIs missed. You 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 call the PI on Mike Hughes uh, to to stop the game and get get Kansas City uh, the ball back tied, uh, and then you miss the PI. Tyreek is literally getting hugged on the goal line, and he can't move his arms. How is he supposed to catch the ball? Yeah, no, that's PI. Travis also they they both got tackled. They did. Yep. Yep. Travis got thrown to the ground like he's a wrestler and uh, Tyreek got a big bear hug. That must have yep. been nice in the middle of the field. Traditionally speaking, that is called holding on the defense. Uh, but the ball was in the air. So that's a pass interference. Correct. With the ball at the one or two, wherever it landed. Which, which, wolf. which it'd be nice to have spot of the foul at the two. I'd take that. I'd, I'd uh, you know, we say this a lot. Never want to see it. I'd go ahead and give Patrick Mahomes a QB sneak there behind this new offensive line. Well, no, no. <laughs> I'd give Blake Bell a QB sneak behind I, that new you know line. What? Yeah, there you the go. Bell Dozer in there. Give Daryl Williams Michael an old Burton. Wildcat. Although with the Chiefs' luck in that game, Blake Bell would have fumbled the snap. I, I, oh, of course. I think we just line up and hand it to Michael Burton up the middle. I mean, at this point, or or bring here, down Terry Poe back and give him the full wild back idea. Everybody, Chris what Jones if we put the ball back. in the hands of Patrick Mahomes and let him do whatever he wants? But he's turned the ball over two times that game. But he won an MVP. Yeah, Landon would have an aneurysm <laughs> if we ran the ball there. So I would have. I would it. stab myself if they ran the ball from the two yard line Might down be good six. For the show. You, you never are know. dramatic. <laughs> Might be good for the show. Well, you know what would be good for the show? Creating it, which I did. You grew so. up with too many girls. You're way too dramatic. <laughs> God, somebody's full of themselves today, aren't they? <laughs> uh, well, Caleb, any good things from this game? Andy Reid's healthy. Hey, he's uh, not. He's we fine. Wanna, we want to cover that one a little bit. I mean, he seems yeah. all right. <laughs> Dehydration uh, per sources. It was not that. Apparently not. We're, we we have per sources. Per, per, apparently we're hearing it may not have been that. Cannot officially confirm Allegedly. or deny that. Yeah. Um, but either way. It wasn't dehydration. Either way, um, you know, he, he'll be back at it. So that's yep. good. He, he looked, they released him quickly. So yeah. um, whatever it was, everything is always going to be uh, mysterious, mist, foggy around these types yeah. of situations, especially yeah. when you've got older coaches. If it's not a player, they don't have to release the health information. So, right. um, you know, we'll find out what it was at the end of the season. Right. More than I guess that. another positive Probably. run game looked Possibly. phenomenal outside of a fumble. Um, which was a freak fumble. Which was a, a very good defensive play. But run game looked really good. Which put the, is put not, the really hard part of the pads on somebody's pointy part that, of their arm. <laughs> that is yeah, that's going to cause not what I fumbling. Want number one takeaway to, to be from a Chiefs game, but the run defense or the run. The run defense was decent too. They were. Austin, uh, they were. Better. I was expecting Austin Eckler to run, run, run wild. Yeah, I did. The defense. The defense did stop. Run him. defense. Run offense. Both uh, very good. Passing and rushing wise, he did not really go off too too much. Certainly uh, not the way everybody I he else. Was going to. Everybody else, we stuffed as I well. Threw, Roundtree didn't play well. I threw Austin Eckler in all my draft games. <laughs> <laughs> I would have too. Um, 
the good takeaway I had from here is for a second week in a row, minus the interceptions, uh, Patrick Mahomes is spreading the ball around like a madman, no matter who is there. So yeah. mm-hmm. it, it would very much help, like we were talking about, to have a solidified number two. However, I do believe that that would take the pressure off of Tyreek uh, to, to be the, the type of player he is and, and obviously help Travis out. Uh, just- but to see him be able to spread the ball, it makes everybody a little bit of, of a threat and you can't really jump on one or two guys you got to cover we might see a little dip in Tyreek's production because of it I mean teams are going to sell out to stop them locked up yeah yeah his last two weeks have been pretty bad for him but we also did see from 2019 in the stats that I pulled out that uh that is typically the case and there will be Mm -hmm. a three to four game stretch where he just absolutely obliterates everyone yeah no Just yeah you're all playing fantasy <laughs> for for the games that he will go like three catches for 22 yards he's also going to have multiple games where it's nine catches for a buck 50 and two scores like it's just going to happen the other way as well um it, it, it'll just happen he'll be fine i think that's the biggest takeaway is like we, this was an overwhelmingly negative <laughs> recap like but i don't think the chiefs yeah. like it was a it's frustrating game to lose too often this doesn't this isn't normal but the chiefs are still at worst 12 and 5 which is at worst like the f- I did say we were going to be 14 the, and 3 AFC and we already have two of our losses out of the way so and i don't even chiefs think- kingdom Expect some fat dubs coming in a row. I don't well, think 14 and three next, is even outlandish to say still. The next four out of five games should pretty be, they should pretty well be W's. Yeah, we've got the we Eagles, got, then the Bills, uh, football team, Titans, and Giants all before the Packers. The next four out of five should be W's. Um, the Bills would be a toss up. You're because good at At Titans is tough, but that, I think they win. At Titans is tough, but we're, we're going to get that. Um, what you say? I said you're good at math. Why? You could count five games real quick. All right. <laughs> I couldn't. I mean, I already knew, <laughs> said you were, I said, I you were good knew at math. this in my head. I, I had looked at you're it. You're welcome for the compliment. Oh, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, but the Bills game is going to be a toss-up because, I mean, if we come out and we turn over the ball, Josh Allen and, Which they and the offense are going to capitalize. So yeah, we'll see. They I'm won't. not. I'm not counting on it at this point. I'm just kind of watching and see what happens. They won't turn the ball over, but they still might lose because the defense might give up 47 points. Well, I, that's true too. <laughs> well, you know who gave up a lot of points this week? Who's that? Quite a few teams. A lot of teams. Uh, football team, namely, gave up 43. Got uh, but the to, crap out of them. Yeah, but to kick it off, it was the the Texans giving up a ton of points to Sam Darnold, who's getting off. Well, it's a ton of points third. for Sam Darnold. 24. <laughs> I mean, they coasted. That was the worst take. It was a blow. I mean, it was not a. It was an easy win for the Panthers. They did coast. Now CMC does go out with an injury. Doesn't look good. But Sam Darnold, stunner. Those for eight hundred over eight hundred yards in th- his first three games. He is now uh, gone good. into the history book for most yards. Uh, it's it's not most yards. It's top three, I believe, uh, yards thrown in your first three games with a new team. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. But that was a terrible take that he was going to have a good season. It's 
Do be, you want to take a look at who they're playing? It's kind of a cake schedule so far. So it's like saying the Broncos are going to win the NFL or the the AFC and then win he's, a Super Bowl because they played the Giants, the Jags, and whoever the, the hell Jets. else are playing the uh, Jets this week. Like they played the Jets and then they beat the Saints, who nobody knew what they were going to be. And then they played the Texans. They got Saints the Cowboys. Are, Saints are a good team, and the Texans I, looked. There's well, the Saints had better than what personnel we thought have they were COVID. They have week. not yet. They they looked good in Week One, and then there. Because everybody knows Jameis is who Jameis is. He hasn't thrown for 200 yards yet. I'm going to need him to throw for at least 200 yards. (laughs) But he's playing in a Sean Payton offense where they don't. Drew Brees is still throwing for 200 yards at 38. He did have Michael Thomas running four-yard slants. Yeah. (laughs) Michael Thomas has been out. So I needed 47 completions to get to 200 yards. (laughs) Exactly. Man, did Michael Thomas hit a wall. (laughs) He's not even good anymore. I tried to tell you guys that. Nobody wanted to listen to me. You're right, though. I didn't say you were wrong. Well, I I didn't mean you specifically. Most overrated. He is the most Thomas fan or anything. He's the most overrated receiver in the history of the NFL, arguably. I tried to tell everybody that he can do nothing but run slants. And what's he do? Runs a slant right into a brick wall and out of the NFL he goes. I don't think he'll be out of the NFL. Well, no, I mean, (laughs) but there's only a few places he can revive his career. That's either with Patrick Mahomes, uh, Tom Brady, which which they they could use him after Chris Michael Thomas. Thomas. I mean, I'd I'd take him. He'd be solid number two. He'd take up he'd take up the defense, but he could only run slants. I mean. I would take an elite slant route runner because that's all I we would need. take him over Juju Schmidt Schuster, who can't do anything but bubble screens <laughs> and dance <laughs> and dance. Yeah, he dances on logos and gets blown up and then runs bubble screens and also gets blown up. Speaking of getting blown up, the Bears, uh, the Chicago Bears, they had six points. They had one net passing yard. If you count sack yardage, I feel we don't even need to. We don't even need to say the Bears. Just Justin Fields getting blown up. I feel they, really bad. For they Fields. dropped back. <laughs> 47 like, total yards. They dropped back like 80% of the snaps with five men in protection. Justin Tucker kicked That's, in one field goal more yards than the Bears <laughs> offense had. I did see that stat. That's yep. crazy. 66 also, to 58. Even, Justin Tucker, in, what an animal. Even if you include Justin Fields without the sacks, he only had 68 total passing yards. Also, did yeah, you it's see not that, pretty. No. Also, did you see that the Justin Tucker uh, field goal should not even have been attempted? Yeah, because the, the right. should have been a game. Uh, correct. They should have lost the game. I, I did see that. Um, is this Detroit? Is this Browns good or Bears bad or yes? Yes. Yes. I mean, the the Bears defense has Matt always Nagy been fired. in good. They're at least, yeah. I, they're, honestly, it's it's not like I will agree. Matt Nagy has had some incompetence, and he probably needs to leave the Bears. <laughs> However, fired. it's not necessarily his fault when his general manager is giving him the worst offensive line in the world to work with. I second worst. It's sad to say, but Jason line. Peters is washed. You also need to game He's plan for that and know that your offensive line is terrible and not only keep five guys to protect your franchise yeah, against Devian Clowney yeah. and Miles yeah. Garrett. That's just that. It's not that's asinine. Oh my it's gosh. not a good it's call. Stupid. It's self-suicide. It's, it's suicide. It's, it's, it's self-harm. Nobody could have expected this big of a blunder coming from Matt Nagy, but at this point, the question has to be asked. Matt Nagy definitely expected to lose that game by a lot. The question about Matt Nagy has to be asked. Isn't he just trying to get fired at this point? I I wholeheartedly think that he just put Justin he went Fields in out and there. couldn't get the quarterback that he wanted. He asked to get a quarterback, and they said, "No, we're going to give you a really bad quarterback who's now no longer a starter in the league, and he's backing up a guy who he got picked before." Yeah. 
And so then he gets a guy that he does want, but he can't play him because why? He's got the second worst offensive line in the league. Potentially the first worst offensive line in the league. Yeah. It, no, it's, now it's an awful decision not to give him protection, but your butt's already on the hot seat. What's the point in trying to stick around and trying to fix it if nobody's going to give you the credit to do anything? Go back to Andy Reid and ask to be, you know, once Eric Bieniemy gets out of there or becomes a head coach, Kafka's going to get out of there. They're going to need a quarterback coach. They're going to need an offensive coordinator. They're going to need a lot of things. Or go to go 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 meet up with Nick Saban in Alabama. Get your program back on track. Then pull a Steve Sarkeesian and still do nothing after that. Shocker. <laughs> um, Could have told you that was going to happen. It's Texas. <laughs> Welcome to the SEC. <laughs> Remember when they were back for a few weeks? For that one time, Sam Ellinger said, we're, we're back. back. <laughs> yeah, nothing happened after that. Good job, Sam. I think that the Bears should still start Justin Fields against Detroit. I don't think you have any other option. You can't but not to, start him. It's he did come out in his press conference and say Nick Foles, Justin Field, and uh, which I'm all and for. Andy Dalton are all three in the running to be the starting quarterback uh, for this upcoming week. However, I don't think you have any other option but to continue to play Justin Fields and allow him to work through whatever issues he has with these players uh, and, and try to become a better player. I know. You want you want these young quarterbacks if they don't have an established player in front of them to play, uh, or not play. You know you don't want them to play because you want them to end up like Patrick Mahomes, take a year off, learn yep. the system, get right. ready to go. But there's no established player in that. Andy Dalton, you suck. Nick Foles, <laughs> you're no good. You have to play Justin Fields. You don't but think Foles is better than I Andy will, Dalton? Even I will 100 percent be rooting for Nick Foles. Man, why didn't they Nick play Foles Nick Foles in? over Andy Dalton? That doesn't make that makes even less sense. That's weird. Um, because they tweeted it. That's true, actually. <laughs> QB1, baby. No one's ever tweeted anything that they that they uh, felt actually, bad about later, that they regretted <laughs> at a different point in time. Although that defense does look pretty bad because you gave up five receptions and 77 yards to OBJ. OBJ. First game Not back. as bad as Tyler says. <laughs> it's the Bears. <sighs> also a good point. Not the first or last time. Lions, Tyler will be wrong. We, we were talking about Justin Tucker. <laughs> uh, Lions... The Lions don't are, really look that bad. They're feisty. No, they're just really unlucky because of the Detroit Are they Lions. the new Chargers where they're going to lose all of their games by one possession except for like three? Well, they still I got blown out by the Packers. But I did say besides three. I think that's been them for the, <laughs> the last few seasons. Not by one possession. I well, think they had quite a few blowouts. Detroit is going to be that team that goes four and 13, but could have easily been like one and 16 and or like <laughs> eight and nine. It just they they got I a think couple of lucky breaks. Than eight and nine, honestly. There's no way on this planet they are a better team than eight and nine. Did okay. you guys hear? Amon Ross St. Brown is their best receiver. It, yeah, they're I've got, him, I've got him in my league, and they're, he only puts up three yards a game or three points a game. They're better than <laughs> I thought they would be for sure. And you're gonna need somebody better than Jared Goff. But that's it's that, and they just or are Jared talent. Goff could just like be consistent for once. They're talentless. That's too much to ask from for a number yeah. one, especially on role. Detroit. It's so it's so it's too much to ask. For. I hate watching Jared Goff because he literally gives you so much hope, like one play, and then he just turns like, around. Dude, you're six foot six and you does look Jared like Goff a gazelle things. out there, and then your arm is just a dud. He does what he does against the Niners when he threw like fifty three passes for like three hundred and eighty yards, and I was like, hey, that guy is he, good. He that's where all just his like, arm went to. He played yeah. the Chiefs, and he played <laughs> he played the 
Chiefs and threw 90 passes in that like game. There's like literally all of his that was it. That's all he had. In his first three years there's of literally his career. games where like this guy is comparable with Josh Allen. Like, but you then thought they ran Todd Gurley into the ground. Look at Jared Goff and where he was at. There's games where, choice. There's games where you're looking at him like, man, this guy could be like Josh Allen level. And then there's games like, oh, well, he's on track with Jamarcus Russell being one of the worst <laughs> draft picks ever. It's like, pick one, please. <laughs> Which means he's going to be a mid to low range starting quarterback his entire career. Yeah, he'll be a backup here pretty soon. I know. I think uh, he's going to be a starter for a while. Probably he'll in, be a starter for a while. I think he'll teams. end up looking like Nick Foles at the end. He could, but that's, that's not still a bad he'll Just kind of be jumping around teams, being being a backup. Kind of like Sam Bradford. He'll, I, be, he'll have a Sam eh, Bradford-esque career. I think he's the new Fitzmagic. Just no, good. Fitzmagic is good. <laughs> well, what I sure, mean Goff is, is like he's going to go Ryan around and play to... Uh, I don't, I don't know about all that. I, Jared Goff, what I'm saying is Jared Goff will bounce around from team to team throughout the league with a 20-year career, and people at the end will say, oh, he's been around all these teams and he's done all these good things. Maybe he needs to go to Hall of Fame. He doesn't. He may be a good player on these awful teams, Yeah, but well, he doesn't deserve he the Hall of Fame. And he did Super have a Super Bowl appearance, so they're gonna he be, did. He did. there's, there's going to be like a little bit of an argument there, and That's it's going to be a little annoying. Because well, he's not a Hall of Famer unless he wins one or yeah. has insane stats. Can you imagine if he like accidentally wins one with like the Lions in three years? <laughs> no. They get some it. wide receivers, and he ends up in the freaking pro football Does Hall Does every fame. other team die in a plane crash? <laughs> Is this a lockout and they're the only team that that did not lock out? Like I said, winning a Super Bowl just means you're hot for a few games. (laughs) Well, and also the regular season. Did you guys see what happened at the end of the Saints-New England game? Uh, I don't think so. Bill Belichick grabbed... Mac Jones by the wrist Mm. uh, like a toddler. He took him off the field like a little kid. And walked him off the field. While he was... a bad look. (laughs) 30 for 51, 270 in a tutty. Three interceptions. Tom Brady should have left so much sooner. He was also their leading rusher with 28 yards. The Patriots aren't good. I actually hate Bill Belichick as a coach. He's not going to be on the hot wins, seat next year. We've talked about this. He's so he annoying and he gonna, just treats He's going to have like two children. losing seasons because he's nothing. Like I said, he's nothing without Tom Brady. He treats his players like children. Of course. Tom Brady came out. Everybody came out and said that he did not change his relationship with Tom after 20 years. And he still treated him like a 20-year-old rookie out of college. Which is a bad play. It's a really bad play. But they won rings. So it didn't matter for them. And I'll get the Saints team. We have no idea what we're working with. Well, Belichick will never admit it, but he owes Tom Brady his whole legacy. Uh, Yes. Uh, Like I've been saying. He's a really, really, really good defensive coach, uh, but he would not be a which, Super Bowl winning coach without Tom. Which is why Tom's won Super Bowls, but also Tom. <laughs> True. Do you guys want to talk about Dolphins, Ravens, or Raiders? Uh, uh, Raiders it was a wild good. game. It was an overtime game. Jacoby, Raiders. I'm surprised. Can we, can we really stop the train on the Raiders? No. They gave up 215 yards to Jacoby Brissett. He played hard. Sometimes those guys just, they have games. Dolphins are still a good roster, but this should not have been a close game. Not like this. They should least. not have gone into overtime. There's two games that they should not have gone into overtime with if they're a for real team. That's against the Ravens, which the Chiefs they should lost. have lost that so game. They should have lost that game. It was awful. They should not be taking Miami with Tua Tagovailoa out of the game. Yeah. No, they're not. Like they're really. They're just okay. Like Derek Carr is looking on MVP form for throwing for 400 yards a game because he has to. He doesn't have a choice. Yeah. No, they're not really that good. I mean, they're they're okay. Derek Carr is playing very well, but well, quote unquote, playing. Very, he's putting up great stats, um, 
They're not that good, though. They don't have that. I mean, they're okay. They don't have that hard of a schedule, though. Fringy playoff team. First three games, Ravens, Steelers, Dolphins. I will say we're better than the Broncos first three. I'll say that. Yeah, but it's not like they've got a hard schedule coming up either. Following that, they've got the Chargers, the Bears, the Broncos, the Eagles, the Giants. It's not a very hard. I think they will go 10 and 7. The Raiders do not maybe be in the playoffs. The Raiders do not have a hard schedule. And I think we might end up in a playoff battle or a division battle with them. Yeah, we're going to. Sad. I said that last week. I'll believe it when I say I said, it. I said that last week. If we lose this game, we're going to be in a division battle with the Raiders. You did not think there was any way we lose this game. I Only because they're scheduled. I, I, no, I, thought, I thought there was a 45% chance the Chiefs lost this game. And I think I said that on the pod. Uh, well, I thought there was a good chance they lost this game. I think you at least said there was no way we were going to be in a division race with the Raiders. And I still don't really think that's the case. very much are going to be. I don't think so yet. Maybe in a couple weeks I'll change my mind, but I really don't think they will be. better hit a wall because they do not have a hard schedule The Raiders are the third best team in this division. Yeah, their schedule's not that good. But the Chiefs are miles better than they are, or they will be. And the Chargers are also better than they are. And they're also not a super hard schedule. They're probably still going to end up in second place because their schedule is... So easy. I'll bet you a dinner at Joe's KC right now. They will finish third. I got two barbecue debt bets with you guys. I'll put it up there. It's looking good for you on my end. So, well, well, I forgot what our bet was. <laughs> it was Jameis Winston, but he's not throwing for any yards yeah. right now. Yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna need him to average like 450 yards a I'm game from gonna, here on I'm out. Like you're winning these games, but please just throw <laughs> for more yards. I need this. <laughs> I forgot what we even bet on that. It was, was he t- top five? It, it, was, it was. It was yards, touchdowns, and interceptions. No, that was Lamar, not Jameis. Oh, it was Lamar. We did bet Jameis, oh, yeah. too. We bet something on Jameis. What the hell? We're going to have to. <laughs> I don't even remember out. what the Jameis thing was. I got too many bets going on. There's a lot. So uh, we'll forget we'll, we'll forget mine, too, and then I'll get off the hook. But No, you're not. The Raiders will finish third. They'll Book finish it second. right now. They will not. Um, did you guys see the Cardinals and Jaguars game? We, I, won't, I won't touch on this long because... But Who cares? It was a terrible the, uh, game to watch. On the, uh, I kick, believe it was uh, the punt return or the kick field return. Field goal return. Field goal uh, return. Yeah. Well, uh, nine yards. Oh, no, no, no. I wasn't even talking about that. Oh, uh, no. I believe it was one of the kick. I think it was one of the punt returns. The ref goes to throw a flag on the play oh for gosh. holding. He hits the ball. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. The <laughs> ball popped. I did see that as well. Pops free. <laughs> Just can't do that. Did you see him smile and pump his fist in the middle of the play? The ref? I think he, he had to have had a bet going what on. What a guy. He um, had to have just gone so up bad. to his buddies and said, hey, you know, one I of these I times the I'm going to throw this flag and I bet you I can hit the ball while it's in somebody's hand. Not thinking that it'll knock it out or anything. Just, just I hit can the ball. hit the ball. That man needs fired. Or get like him off the field. Massive fines. Or give him a pay raise because but he needs to be the next quarterback. Go to behavior. Make him the commissioner of the NFL or fire him. One yes, or the other. One Nowhere the in between. It's no in between. He either needs refs, to be the next starting quarterback in the NFL for the accuracy that that man has or you fire him. Get, get that guy in the game of cornhole. Please. Yo, that's not bad. Uh, NFL refs will never, ever see any repercussions for their probably actions. Probably not. In actu- They're the most protected people. Oh, of course. It's ridiculous. An actually be. interesting game. Buccaneers losing to the Rams it's by just about to 10. About and that and that last touchdown to make it 10 was pretty much garbage time anyway. They were down 17 and that game was mostly over. The Rams dominated. Tom Brady still for throws real. for 432 yards and a touchdown and much like Mac Jones leads the team in rushing. Wow. <laughs> 
He, I'm going to check Tom that Brady to make did? sure. Yeah. Three carries, 14 yards, and a tutter. Wow. Nobody had 14 yards? Ronald Jones, five carries, 11 yards. Wow. Leonard Fournette, four carries, eight yards. Chris Godwin, one carry, two yards, and a tut. <laughs> what a disappointment of a run game there. Wow. Holy you have cow. two of the better running backs in the league. between Two running Fournette backs that should be better Ronald than two Jones. yards a carry. <sighs> well... Matthew Welcome Stafford, to Tampa, man. where they throw for fifty-five times a game. Matthew Stafford's a as they man. should. They they are a also for real Super Bowl contender. Also, the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers had to throw that a lot. Said it too. Oh, we all said they were really good. I said it with Jared Goff. Ew. <laughs> I think like, you said it with Aaron Donald, and that guy's not looking good this year. <laughs> the Rams are this year. the Rams are really good. Cooper Cup is is. Putting up numbers as if he's like the second coming of Randy Moss. Deshaun Jackson, three receptions, 120, looking like prime Eagles. He's he's playing well. The Rams are really good. Matt Stafford, he, Matt Stafford is actually like we wondered, would he be that much of an upgrade? Because we knew he'd be better. I did not. But we didn't know if he would be that much better. And I he told, is I told so you, much better. I told you the day that the trade happened and then the podcast that we did right after that, that they were going to be in the Super Bowl. I told you that too. I Matthew Stafford. I think I picked Green I, Bay to I do that Matthew's, in our preview show, yeah. which I screwed that up. But I told you that they were going to be the, the best team in the NFC West. And, you're right. and that they were going to be, end up being the best team in the in If the Matthew Stafford NFC. wasn't a Detroit Lion, he would have been a top five quarterback in the NFL for his... Probably the entire no his doubt. career. No doubt. He is so good. It wouldn't have mattered where he'd gone. He just needed, well, it, if it, he could have stayed it, out of I mean, Jacksonville and he could have stayed in uh, <laughs> a whole different franchise, honestly. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I guess well, if he went there right away, yeah. If so he could have went to a halfway Cleveland, decent team. Not even halfway decent. Cause you just take him out of Cleveland, Detroit, and Jacksonville. And it doesn't matter where else he goes. He's winning. Honestly, he wins a Super Bowl. He could have went to the Jets. He wins a Super Bowl with that Jacksonville team. That's true. The one that was home for. Yeah. Yeah. 2017. Easily. 2018, I believe. Holy cow. Could you imagine if they have a good quarterback? Holy cow. But Blake Bortles is real good. (laughs) I can Can throw off my own lineman's helmet. (laughs) Bro, I cannot believe that they were almost in the Super Bowl with Blake Bortles. That's just. Wow. Where's where is he now? That the final. Where's four Blake Bortles now? Where is he now? Denver. <laughs> he wasn't Denver. No. Yeah. No. The last four no, quarterbacks in that year. Yeah, he was. The last four quarterbacks that year were Blake Bortles, Nick Foles, um, Case Keenum, and Tom Brady. And Tom Brady did not win the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was, he is on the practice court of the Packers. He is. On is the he now? He yes. was. I believe he was in Denver. So he was, he was in, in Denver. Denver. So and in 2019, he was in the Rams. In 2020, he was with the Broncos. 2020, he was also with the Rams again. Is that a and trade? now oh, he is really? on the okay. Green Bay back Packers offseason or practice squad. I'm guaranteeing it's not the practice squad, but it is the offseason. So he's probably not on a team. Uh, no, he got released. He was not practice squad. So it was the as part. So he's currently not on our team. Shocking! Wow. You, beat, you beat me to it. Shocker. Shocking! Um, Imagine if they don't call forward progress or call Miles Jack down. But I mean, Blake Bortles' career is miles different. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is in a Jag. Um, I wouldn't agree with that. Are you kidding me? If they go to a Super Bowl. Blake he didn't Bortles get released sucks. that next offseason. No, he didn't, but they keep more players. Jalen Ramsey's probably not. Jalen was there the next year. 
Yeah, they return yeah, pretty much everybody the next season. If they go to a Super Bowl, it's different. Uh, maybe. That's debatable. Because <laughs> the, next, the very next season, even if no matter what, they return pretty much everybody in the very next season. They were and they were like garbage. five and eleven again. Yeah, but who do they sign if they get a they get a Super Bowl? Who decides? They were, ca- they were capped out. They returned they, everybody. They were what, capped out. Yeah, they didn't have a ton of money. They had no money. I th- Super Bowl changes things. Maybe. We'll never know. We'll never happen. know because it never happened. Also, player morale. <laughs> that's like, also that's a fair point. That's a genuine. That fair next point. season was terrible for player. Morale. The players quit on the team at a certain <laughs> yeah. point that year. So I will give uh, you that. But I feel like, man, like that's not gonna. The, the same thing is gonna happen if you win a Super Bowl or not. Like, it, you just made the AFC Championship game. You were a couple plays away from going to a Super Bowl. If you're giving up the very next you season. Have, but it, like it, it's how you respond to failure, though. If they succeed, it's different because that coach who, does who Blake their Bortles coach, look like he's going to respond to failure very well. No, no. And that's okay. why they were terrible. Welcome if to the TLC FP where we debate the butterfly effect for multiple <laughs> different things. It's, this, is, this, is is not, different. this is no longer TLC FP. It is the butterfly effect. The butterfly football podcast. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. I like Speaking of butterflies, Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, that, that was a fun game. Uh, Jimmy G led them on a touchdown drive the last time he touched the ball, and they just left a little bit too much time on the clock. I don't think that's on Jimmy G. No. It's not. It's not. The defense gave up that game. Uh, but I, w- I mean, you want to talk about a team that knows how to rush the ball? They've got like 14 different ball carriers. Uh, not really. That's uh, it's like eight. And again, they're. Their leading rusher has 31 yards on 10 carries. Aaron looks happy. <laughs> that once he did at least for for a little bit. It's fleeting <laughs> for him, man. It like it doesn't matter. And he, who is and fleeting? Who is happiness not fleeting gone. for? Happiness is fleeting for us all. Welcome now to um, if. The, what, good <laughs> lord, did you turn down a dark road? <laughs> Welcome now. What? What is? What, I didn't even hear what you said. I, I said happiness, happiness is, is fleeting, fleeting for us lost. all. <laughs> Wolf, oh. <laughs> yeah, act like Patrick is, Mahomes came over and killed your dog. Is Devontae Adams on a one-year deal? Or is he demanding? Yeah, he's trade? he's got a, he's got one. So left. he's going to be a free agent. Yeah, he'll be he will be an unrestricted free agent along with Allen Robinson and Chris Godwin. I will at the end genuinely be angry if the Chiefs don't even make a move. I don't know if they can. We talked about this before the podcast. When we cut um, Frank Clark, which will happen, and we will when, have cap space. When we no, listen. When we cut Frank Clark and when we cut Anthony Hitchens, the Chiefs will have roughly $55 million to play with. We still need to re-sign a backup safety because Daniel Sorensen is on the last year, so we can re-sign him, bring somebody else in. We're going to have to pick up one, maybe two defensive ends, depending on what we do with Chris Jones. We've still got a linebacker position to fill because we're only going to have four total linebackers instead of five, not including we still need to get one, if not two receivers. There's quite a bit of stuff that we have to do with $55 million, and that's not including re-sign Tyron, re-sign Tyreek, uh, t- franchise tag, um, and yeah. then franchise tag LB. Yeah, or OB. Re- resigning Tyran will open up cap space because you can not re- for this. No, 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 that was for this year. Yeah, but you can restructure it n- next year and make that move move money around. Yeah, but you got to pay him at eighteen million a year at minimum, if not twenty. And then most of that is guaranteed. Then you have to guarantee OB because you're going to tag him. We're not going to sign him. That's $24.5 million per year. 
or for that one year, that's fully guaranteed. You see this money start dwindling. Yeah, but then you got to re-sign Tyreek, which is not going to re-signing them will create cap space for later years or for this year. Even if we use it 30 million on those on those issues, we that's still 20 have, million dollars. We still have 20 million in cap. But that's so you're you mean to tell me that we're going to re-sign Tyron, we're going to re-sign Tyreek and we're going to sign OB for 30 million dollars when OB's at 24 and a half. Cap has been an invisible number to Brevich. We can do it. Welcome to TLCFP no. where this is the least funny show we'll do all year. This this may be the least funny show we do all year, but that's you got to make a move for Devontae Adams. I, you can try, but we don't have the cap space for it. We very unlikely haven't had the cap space for a lot of moves that we've made. Yes, debatable, but and you can structure a lot of things, but you can only backlog it for so far. And the issue is, is if you backload a Tyron deal, which isn't going to happen, your team will explode in five years instead of now, especially with Pat. Again, Pat's deal is perfect. The cap space will go up, but you can only backlog something for so far. And when you have guaranteed money that you have to pay right then and there, especially leading with twenty four and a half million for Orlando Brown, because you're not going to resign him, you're going to tag him. It's not looking pretty. We're not going to be able to bring in Allen Robinson. Devonte Adams or Chris Godwin. You still got to do everything you can to bring in one of them. I, I agree with you. We have to try, but it' highly unlikely. Unless Josh Gordon just works and is good. Yeah, he, and he very well could. He might. We we never know. Uh, we'll see. Not betting on it. <laughs> I'm not betting on him working out as well as Allen Robinson at this point in his career. Oh God, no. You wouldn't think so, but uh, yeah, he he'll definitely won't. But uh, I mean, obviously, I'd like to see him spend money on a receiver next year. But we'll see what happens. Or at least freaking draft one, please. Holy cow. They need to draft a lot of things. Any other thoughts on week three? The Chiefs? The the rest of the week? Let's, let's not turn the ball over again. This has not been a, a good, good idea. fun two weeks. I've tried to make it fun. It has been until the end there. I'm turning into crawling here with my, my wide receiver take. Like... He, he's got the running thing. If we don't take a freaking wide receiver with our first round draft pick, I'm actually going to have an aneurysm. If they if, keep, and even if they run the ball to 5.9 yard clip, I will probably stab myself at some point. That's not true. I won't do that. We're don't just going to have like a self stabbing party. <laughs> you can keep me out of it. This, this is not a cult over here. All right. I will not be drinking that Kool-Aid. Yeah, actually, that's a good idea. I'm, you're, you're right, Tyler. I'm beyond pissed off at the front office and Andy Reid right now about not having another. And then we'll go on, the on a four-game win streak, and, then, and you'll be happy. And in the words of, I'll be Aaron, happy, but I, I would still wish that we had another receiver. In the words of Aaron Rodgers a few moons ago, R E L A X, relax. Um, and that's not just to Caleb; that is to a lot of people on Twitter who are thinking the Chiefs are a five and twelve team. Still want Tony fired. We're definitely not five and twelve. This team is this. Team team is still uh they're gonna be fine guys they've played i think three of the top five teams in the afc they've they've played three playoff teams likely playoff teams Uh, they've played three of the better quarterbacks in the afc sometimes you lose games and i know we're not used to that the last couple years the chiefs just losing games to good teams because they're usually the best team and they beat good teams but occasionally you just have rough outings, and I think that's largely what's to blame. And they have the Eagles, which is much less rough outing. And it's still only week three. We're moving to week four. That's important. <laughs> it's so early in the season. 
We we're are not even a quarter of the way through the year yet, guys. We're going to be fine. We go. got things to work on. We got things to fix. But that's why it's only week three. It all picks we up have time back to fix this it. week. It all picks up back this week. Andy's going to get his 1,000th win? Or 100th Chiefs win. He's going to get his 100th uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chiefs, win Chiefs win in Philadelphia where they kicked him out. That would and be you can join us a sweet, sweet thing for that podcast later this week. Man, I hope it's like 70 to zero. Check that out later this week. He would never let that happen. He would no, he, no, let he'd, them get back. He put but. me in the game before letting that happen. <laughs> um, as long as he's not in the game, I'm right. Playing. Right. Yeah. Uh, check that show out later this week. Uh, stay tuned with us. We're going to have some things coming for you. And we keep saying that eventually we actually will. Uh, I'm Landon Fields. You can follow me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando. I'm Caleb Durland. You can follow me on Twitter at C Durland 53. I'm Tyler Savatinaya. You can follow me at underscore Suavage underscore. Follow the show at TLCFP on Twitter. Uh, we do post some things on there. So keep up with that as well. Well, uh, things very that, active on Sundays, apparently a little bit. Yeah, no, we, we're getting there. Uh, I was live tweeting this week. Hey, look at uh, that. Cause I was sitting in Kaufman and had nothing to do. So uh, I think the live tweet should, should, should happen. Every stick Sunday. around. <laughs> I should definitely stick around. Yeah, please do. Even though they're my takes and they probably aren't reflecting the other two, but Hey, you know what? That's fine. As long as, as long as they, one of them says we need to fire Tony, I'm about it. <laughs> I hate you, Tony Romo. You were a horrible quarterback. You're a horrible commentator. You were a pretty good quarterback and I like you a lot as a commentator. He's a better commentator than he is a quarterback. But he <laughs> was that, awesome. is, that, is, that is not saying a lot. Those three he was takes, underrated as a quarterback, but that's just my take. Those three takes are this podcast personified. <laughs> <laughs> we boil it down to three takes in a row. That is the show, everybody. Uh, and he, I, you know what? That's going to be it. Go Chiefs, as always. Go Chiefs. Chiefs. Things got a little heated there. It's just Tyler's the word. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Caleb. <laughs>